Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, Disney does a head fake and surprises all of us with the announcement of the opening dates of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And they did not surprise us with their announcement this morning that they're going to be raising ticket prices again. Uh, We're also going to talk about uh, the fact that Disney's deal to acquire Fox is very close to closing. And we're going to tell you our impressions of this year's Flower and Garden Festival, or as I like to call it, the Flower and Wine Festival. All that coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 1025 for the week of March 12th, 2019. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. Corey Fiascanaro. Hey there. Kathy Whirling. Hi, everybody. Teresa Eccles. Hey. And back in the production, associate producer, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. And producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. Wearing his rapper hat. Is that what that is? It's a rapper hat. It's not. <laughs> it's from Hamilton, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's a I need a haircut hat? Uh, that is true, yes. Well. I do. Don't even get me started. Okay. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a good week. Um, it's certainly been a busy week for the people in this room um, d- for different reasons. The people on this side of me, on my left side, if they hear the word cruise one more time, <laughs> are probably going to kill someone. <laughs> Everybody else has been going nuts with the announcements that went on uh, last week. So we're going to get to that in a little bit. couple things in housekeeping. First, John and Kevin... Are, uh, are still on their voyage around the world, apparently. Um, I think they're in Italy. That's where the pictures <laughs> have been coming from. That's the last from. photo I saw, yeah. Um, having a great time, and will be with us again, you know, in June, um, whenever they get off this cruise. Uh, but uh, also um, uh, want to mention the Moving to the Magic Facebook group. We've been doing our content on moving to Orlando and stuff like that. Just want to remind everybody, if you want to, keep up with what Eric's doing and have questions about relocating to Orlando. Uh, we'll have a link in our show notes page, disunplugged.com. And you can check out the moving to the magic Facebook group. It's a very active group in there. Lots of discussions going on. Lots of people asking some great questions that I, you know, the questions I, we thought of when we were wondering about before we moved here. Cause first you have to figure out like, where do I want to move to? Like what town? And then once you start like honing in on that, then there's all the other questions. Like what are the schools like and the taxes and, you and know, Eric's really, really good at answering those questions. Oh God. Like there, I mean, there's so many that come in and he's, I mean, I haven't seen one that he's missed. I'm sure there have been some, but I mean, he usually is right on it. Uh, he's so, great. Yeah. He's great. And it's, and it, you know, it's also a lot of, you know, it's, it's, it's a community now that's formed mm-hmm. and everybody's answering questions and helping out so moving to the magic on facebook check out that group 
Um, and also, uh, we've been talking about Magic Candle. And uh, I've decided I'm going to start giving away some uh, some stuff. $25 gift card I have to give away this week. Uh, go to uh, magiccandle.com. Ma- right? Uh, Magic Candle Company. Magic Candle Company.com. Sorry. Um, and of course, you use code DisneyInfo. You get another 15% off on top of this $25 gift card. Craig, you came up with the idea. Oh, it's, I didn't come up with the idea, though. It's, well, no, well, how are we going to give it away? Okay, yeah. So uh, down in the comments below on the video, if you're watching this and if you're listening, well, get over to our YouTube channel and comment along so you can also get in on it. But leave us a comment down below on which candle you're most interested in trying out. And then maybe we'll pick you and you'll get to be the one who... Who actually gets to get that candle? Let's Plus, probably this. another one. I don't know Let's the prices. This, I'm constantly, <laughs> I am constantly buying these candles, and he's not giving them to me. I'm paying. I'm using my code. I'm not stupid, but um, I'm not, you know, getting any consideration in that regard. I mean, they are a site sponsor, so we, you know, we do get money from them. But in terms of ordering the candles, and we were uh, we were in the parks the other day, and we had just gotten off flight of passage. And I asked Corey, because Corey's the guy who turned me on to it. He's the one that turned me on to this company. And I'm saying, like, because they have one. It's Banshee. Banshee Flight. Banshee yeah. Flight. Identical. And I said to him, uh, you know, does, it, does that candle really smell like that? He's like, it's identical. And I just actually traded in my car yesterday and got a new one. Um, and not new. It's, you know, it's lightly used. I need to time out for a second. Everyone just blew up the chat. Not in the chat, in the actual videos for the the comments for the videos, not the chat video or chat comments, the comments comments. So, like, after this live stream is over, <laughs> you can't keep chatting along. You leave it in the comments below. So, everyone who's just blowing it up I instantly, like leave oh. it in the actual video comments, the, the static ones that are, are there. <laughs> Hopefully, I got them fast enough because there is so. Yeah, this right screen now. is literally just going like this. That's funny. That's funny. Now, thank you for interrupting my train of thought. Uh, whatever, uh, I'm uh, sorry, and I didn't think I had to specify, so I apologize um, oh, for that. But that's that's the passive aggressive way of saying you're not as smart as I am. <laughs> Welcome to my world with him. Okay. Um, so yeah. So I, I you were I, shopping in the park. I well no, I moved past that. Now I'm in my, my new car. <laughs> Oh, um, traded okay. in my traded in a car. I always go to CarMax. I use cars, but they're the best. I absolutely love CarMax. No haggling, no nonsense. You're in and out of there in two hours, and it's a lovely experience. But anyway, um, I had some of the air fresheners that they sell because so I'd gotten a whole pack of them last time, and I'm like, which one do I want to put in the car? And I put Banshee in there, and because I hadn't smelled it before, and oh my god. And it really, I mean, the car Ooh, smells like, like a banshee. Like when you first, when you first <laughs> take it out, when you first use it, it's pretty strong. And like as I walked up to the car before I opened it, oh wow, I could get a whiff of it. And it smells amazing. So, um, so twenty five dollar gift card we're going to give out to someone that puts a comment down below this video. The static comments not in the chat room. Right, Craig? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and uh, we will just draw one person at random. And uh, we'll announce that person next week. We'll do it right before next week's show. Maybe we'll do it on next week's show. 
Fun. A $25 gift card, magiccandlecompany.com, code DisneyInfo for 15% off. Um, and finally, in housekeeping, I just want to ask everybody to please send your thoughts and prayers to Michael Bowling and his wife, Carol, uh, dealing with some uh, issues in their family right now. And uh, they, uh, I think they would appreciate all your good thoughts and, and prayers uh, for them. So I'm a firm believer in that. Um, amazing things can happen. Oh, yeah. When you put good energy out into the universe. So uh, just, you know, Michael and Carol, our thoughts are with you. Um, outside of that, I think that's everything I've got. No. Am I forgetting something? Uh, I, it's been such a blur right now. Did we mention the <laughs> Disneyland show changing dates? Oh, no, we didn't. Thank there you. you. Disneyland show is changing dates. Uh, rather than going up on Mondays, uh, it will now be going up on Wednesdays. So we, um, and this was Craig, you know, Craig pointed this out, like, why are we doing this? Um, we were, rec- you know, the show always went up on Mondays. And then when we changed our schedule up, we had to start recording it before we do this show on Tuesday. So it was the following Monday it was going up, which was kind of silly. So uh, now... There was a Disneyland show yesterday. It's going to be one tomorrow, the one we just recorded. Um, and so that will go up uh, tomorrow on Wednesdays from now on. Right? Yes. And uh, Best and Worst of All Disney World will then move to Mondays. Okay. Wow. Just... And we have to talk about some other things I want to move. So who knows? Who knows when any shows are going up? The only one you can be sure is going out at a set time, a set day, is this one. Tuesday's 1 o'clock. Um, you know how you know? You subscribe to the channel and you click the little bell. Oh, look how we did that. Whenever <laughs> we do new content. Click that little bell. <laughs> click that little bell and every time something new goes up, you'll get a, you'll get a notification. Because yeah. wow. you don't get enough no- notifications as it is. I believe an angel also gets its wings. <laughs> oh, thank you for that reference. <laughs> oh, Craig, I was hating angel? on you earlier, but I'm, you're back in my love now. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to say, loving the hair. Yeah. yeah. Loving the hair. 1985 wants her hair back. I am my mother. You are not. Stop. You look amazing. You always look amazing. And I love the hair. It's been a few years. Thank you. I'll take oh, that, just, I'll stop. Take that just, comment. Just I'll take thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. God, what is wrong with you? Dang. I have housekeeping when you're ready for me. Okay. What is your housekeeping, honey? I have new hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and it doesn't smell as bad today. Okay, anyway. Um, no, she was, a, she, was, she was a toxic dump in the parks on Sunday. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, she just had it permed, so she was like, she oh. was like ammonia lady. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. You were never downwind, obviously. It was horrible. Um, no, I want to thank all the numerous people, and there has been a lot of people coming in the Welcome Center and then stopping by Twisty Treat afterwards. <laughs> and I went to Twisty Treat the other day, and the guy mentioned that People had been saying that I was sending them down there, which I thought was pretty bizarre. And he gave you free ice cream? Yes. (laughs) There you go. No. There you go. Now you see what the long con was (laughs) with all the twisty treat. Oh, they just just started building. Oh, they just did this. That place is hopping now, The long con that Teresa has been playing for how long now is all about getting free ice cream. The rewards are happening. (laughs) So, no, love my twisty treat. I know you do, baby. I know. 
Anything else? Anything else for housekeeping? <laughs> yes. Um, I just want to uh, talk about uh, on the Patreon site, uh, Pete has finished another solo show. So this will be uh, episode four. And that is going up tomorrow. I have it set for 8 a.m. So people will have access to it. If you're in the $10 or up tier, you'll get that um, on the site. So you can listen to it on your way to work or something like that. I thought that would be early enough to try and grab it. Um, I uploaded it differently this time. So because the site just did another update. So now there's an option where i can directly upload audio so oh good you should be able to listen to it directly on the site or using the mobile app um but because it's directly up i also uh left the dropbox link in there as well so you can download it to your computer and add it to your itunes library if you want or listen to it through uh dropbox so you have like three or four different options just from your device that you'd be able to listen to it for if something happens just leave comments and i'll i'll look into it again but um, but yeah, if you if you're confused about how to run that or where to go, you can uh, leave me a comment there. If you're not sure what this is, go to Patreon.com/disunplugged, and you can learn about how to become a Patreon and different tiers that we have, and how to support the show and its day to day runnings and whatnot. Yes. All right. Thank you, Rhino. Anything else? All right. I am uh, I am uh, uncertain about the order in which I want to do these stories. I think I want to get the Fox News story. Uh, out of the way first, Rhino. Um, that, you know, kind of build up to a crescendo here. Um, after all this discussion and deal making that has been going on for a while now, mm-hmm. it looks as though the end is nigh for this deal with Disney acquiring Fox. They are set to complete the 71.3 billion with a B acquisition. Uh, at uh, 12.02 a.m. Don't okay. ask me why it has to be 12.02 oh, a.m. on March 20th, which is next week. Um, not 12.01. Not 12.01 and not 12.01 and 30 seconds. At 12.02. Um, the last hurdle they had to get through was uh, getting regulatory approval from Mexico. Um, and uh, that was expected to happen once Brazil gave their blessing. Um the finalization of this deal will also create the Fox Corporation, previously referred to as New Fox. The company comprised of the 21st century Fox properties that Disney is not absorbing. So you get the 21st century Fox film stuff that Disney's getting, and then now Fox Corporation is the rest of it. Um, so uh, we're, and just in time for Disney's streaming service. They are now going to have access to an extraordinary library and also announcement about that, that uh, in the shareholders meeting or the shareholders, uh, yeah, the shareholders meeting last Thursday, that they're doing away with the vault program for the, for the, for the films. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, Michael Eisner had started this thing to create demand for Disney films. They would, you know, they would have their initial run and then they go in the vault and then they'd be re-released for a very limited amount of time. And then they go back in the vault. And they would create demand. And this did well. But they're taking them out of the vault. And everything in the vault is going to be on the streaming service. Wow. That's awesome. That's cool. So, that is. Yeah. But you know what? Every Disney fan in existence is going to be binge watching. Oh, yeah. And that's what they're going for. Yeah. 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 That's what they're going for. I can finally watch all those Disney movies I never watched right. before. Yeah. 
Rhino. Yeah. I have a well, this is like a movie question, so maybe Rhino might have the answer. But mm-hmm. I wonder with how long like creating the movie and pre-production of everything like lasts. Do you think that they've been working now that they had they knew that they were going to have Fox? No. They Okay. Yeah, it was well, oh, wait, hold, hold on. What's the question? <laughs> so the question was going to be, do you think that the, the what they've acquired from Fox, they've already started to work on in some capacity? No. Um it's illegal to do that. So the so there's this whole there was this rule because I was reading about it as that 20th Century Fox literally until March 20th until the deal is closed has to continue their functions as normal because God forbid something happened here and they've completely been like well we're just waiting for the new boss then they the company would be non-moving which you know. is what my staff says um, all the time I didn't do it because I was waiting for somebody new. Um, I'm not putting enough less oil in that soda apparently every day. <laughs> so does uh, but no 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 so sorry I'll just let me just finish what I was saying. So they that Fox was not supposed to be ceasing production on any of their things and people have, it's been very questionable because a lot of those X-Men movies that were in development were like getting pushed back like specifically New Mutants which was supposed to come out last year and then they were supposed to do reshoots and then those reshoots haven't been scheduled and they're saying well it's going to be Disney's problem now, and they have to deal with it. But I also read that um, <clears throat> that uh, Bob Iger was saying that they're going to use Fox. They're still going to use the banner of 20th Century Fox. They're still going to use um, Fox uh, Searchlight and Fox uh, the 2001, um, and they're going to still – it'll all be like how a Marvel movie comes out, and it's Marvel. It'll be a Fox movie that comes out, and it's Fox, and that's how they're going to pursue rated R movies and continue with stuff like Deadpool being rated R still. And But they're going to be very specific about their branding, about what mm. goes there. So I thought that was pretty interesting too. Well, I'm very interested to see – you know, at the end of the day, we have all this acquisition. I mean, Bob Iger has just been like the Hoover vacuum yeah. of Hollywood. I mean, just <laughs> acquiring everything. And you're going to see that all come together in the streaming service when it comes out. Well, and uh, to, I think you were asking, too, is is do you think that there will be Fox content that will be on the streaming service? But he said that that they're still using the FX banner. And the FX, like, it has its own library of content already so i don't know whether that like that means do the simpsons get absorbed and will they be on disney plus now or do they just stay where they are and they maintain two different revenue i'm assuming they're going to keep stuff like that branched off as they should i mean if i even though fox will live under disney if i'm coming to an app that's disney plus i want to watch stuff that is under the disney banner right yeah and it's all like you don't think you don't think that disney's not going to leverage some uh, you know uh, some of the the intellectual property that they're buying with fox they have so much riding on the streaming service they have to compete against netflix yeah first and foremost and that's not a given Netflix is a juggernaut in this realm. Now, Disney's a juggernaut in a lot of other realms, and you never count out anybody with that kind of money in their pocket. But I'm sorry. I, I These are the people that put a tangled tower where I could see it walking up to uh, Haunted Mansion. You really think they're going to, you know, they're, they're, they're gonna, they care about the dividers I, I, between these things? I think there will be a little bit of it. I do agree that there will be some crossover, but I, I think there is going to be a little bit of it that is I think they may start out that way. Off. I think they may start out that way. The minute they need it, 
all of those walls well, disappear. Okay, so I, I actually read something interesting about this, too, and you might have seen this, is that The Simpsons was renewed, I think was just renewed through season, like, 32 or something like that, but they were saying that what they, the prediction is that when Fox moves in and they become the owners of, of uh, or Disney becomes the owners of Fox, what they're going to do is cancel this show because, not just because, um, you know, this is our company and it doesn't meet our brand, but because they can go in and start restructuring all these contracts, essentially ending The Simpsons will then terminate all these contracts they've made and they can resell it again. So they can they have potential to take this one franchise that Fox owns already and make a billion more dollars off of it because they can repackage the show and change contracts and stuff like that. They're gonna can you think Disney's gonna cancel The Simpsons? Because they'll be able to sell the syndication rights again because the current deal exists only while the show is currently airing on television. And so if it's canceled and it no longer is new episodes are being produced, they can redo contracts and redo all this okay, stuff. Okay, I gotta okay. Yeah. Cancel this Fox deal now. Yeah, right. That's, that cannot that's be allowed like, to happen. It's a staple of American television and, at this point. And, and no, that can't be. I, 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 I believe you. I believe because you're very knowledgeable about this. God knows. I, I, no. I so. have a question, Craig. <laughs> what about my beloved Fox movies? Am I going to be able to see those now on Disney streaming? Like the old, old ones? Uh, We're talking older than me, old. That's that's. The I don't part think where I, I don't think they're rushing to put Stella Dallas up on <laughs> up on Disney yeah. streaming. I, <laughs> you that, said older than you, so I uh, yeah, I figured I, I go a couple years before you were born. Yeah, now and that was on my Ms. thoughts. Miss Barbara Stanwyck. Yeah, I I would love for one day the entire old Fox library to come out. I don't foresee that. No. happening anytime soon I think I'm looking at the list and I'm just from the 50s and I'm going oh my god I, I think a lot of that stuff's going to be continued to have deals with places like TCM that will continue to show it in their rotation every now come up on their app but now Disney like makes that. money on it instead of Fox, yeah it's you know? I mean some stuff like that they're still going but to, there's not gonna it's to not gonna it open up and here's my whole catalog of everything I love. how long do you think before Fox IP Start showing up in parks. Well, technically, Ooh. we have the Avatar movie, right? <laughs> like, well, so technically, we already have some. They've already, but... I had a question about that. But Fox, Fox owns the rights to the film. They don't own the rights to the IP. That's James Cameron. That's why he was able to get away with it. True. I, I, think, I, think, it'll be, I think it'll be pretty soon. I think that'll be the next thing they go mining for. Well, we have Fox IP in the parks. It's just at Universal. And my question is, how is that going to impact, once the deal goes through, Disney owning that IP that Universal is using? They, they can't use it. They can't use anything. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. That's what anything I, Marvel that's used in Universal currently cannot be used in Walt Disney World. In Walt Disney World, okay. doesn't stop them from using it in Disneyland, though. Okay. Just so you know, they just can't use the word Marvel. That's why that land isn't really a Marvel land. So it has to say like it has to be like Avenger branded or like Iron Man. It can't be like Marvels, whatever. Yeah. I de- I mean, it's I know we've talked about it before, but looking at looking at what. Fox has in terms of movie franchises. I mean, yeah, X-Men and I'm not going to even say Fantastic Four. That's just dumb. But X-Men's kind of the biggest one on there. Alien is big in terms of financially and then Avatar. But other than that, uh, they don't have a lot of big franchises to use in the parks. Home Alone. Greatest Showman. I'm kidding. How could I forget about the greatest showman attraction coming in 2023? 
Don't you make fun of the greatest showman? I love Sound of Music is Fox. Yeah, they're not going to be knocking down doors to build Come the on, move over Sound of Music. New what are they going to do? A Sound oh, of Music wow. attraction? All right, all right. Let's, let's, let's rein it in now. We got a lot to talk about. Okay, I, was I let this. I let this train go way off the tracks. Um, wasn't my fault. So that's what's coming. No, it wasn't your fault this time. It wasn't. Okay. Um, this time, for a change. Um, all right. So let's let's move on. Let's move along. Um, to the story that will lead into the big story. Um, Disney announced this morning they are raising the price of tickets. Again. No way. I know, right? <laughs> Nobody saw this coming. Um, the option to add a park hopper to a one-day theme park ticket has increased to $60, up from $55. Uh, two- and three-day tickets are now up $70 to add that park hopper option, another $5 increase. And four to ten day tickets are now uh, eighty dollars to add the park hopper tickets up from seventy five. Um, the price for adding the park hopper plus option remains the same at eighty dollars for one day, ninety for two and three days, and a hundred dollars for four and ten day tickets. I don't know. Um, and there has been changes in the prices of preferred parking. Um, it has been fifty dollars. A day for preferred parking. Now the cost will be forty-five dollars, depending on the on the time of year. They're going to kind of price it out, like the slower the slower times it'll be forty-five, busier times it will be fifty. Um, pricing for non-preferred parking will remain the same, um, and date-based ticket prices um, have shown an increase in one-day tickets and multi-day tickets as well. Uh, from what Jackie just texted me. A one-day t- base ticket. You ready? A one-day base ticket between Christmas and New Year's, which was one hundred and twenty-nine dollars, is now one hundred and fifty-nine dollars. Oh, oh my lord! Okay, <laughs> they're forcing you into the Hopper Pass. They they're forcing you into an annual pass at those prices. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, obviously, all of this. You know, going to a, a flexible date-based ticket pricing uh, late last year, um, and now this is all a lead-up to our final story this this week, and that was the announcement of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening in Anaheim on May 31st, and here in Orlando on August 29th. And look at these people wearing jeans. You're not wearing jeans in Florida on August 29th. I, I also like how there's about eight people yeah. in Star Wars land. Yeah. They're like, how it's gonna look. look how spacious it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, I do want to direct everybody um, uh, to um, our theme parks, attractions, and strategies board. There's a subboard on disboards.com. There's a subboard there dedicated to all things Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Amount of information on this is absolutely unbelievable. As a matter of fact. When our when this announcement was made on Thursday, and I hope he doesn't get upset with me or I don't embarrass him, uh, I, I think it's really cool. Um, our uh, moderator on that forum, Ryan Teets, was so busy updating threads, and as the information was coming out, he was updating. Well, we have we have a, a, a spam limiter on the boards that you cannot do more than thirty posts in the course of an hour. He broke it. Oh, wow. <laughs> he broke it. We had to make a special exception for him so that he's able, but prolifically. So when I tell you the information going up 
on 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 this board is is phenomenal and is really like a lot of great discussions about everything, not just the opening and how to navigate it, but the merchandise, the food, all of it. So please head over there and check that out. Um, uh, as I mentioned, uh, well, as I will mention tomorrow in my Disneyland show, um, <laughs> Time this announcement is as interesting for what it did say as for what it didn't. Um, it is becoming a very clear that this is a soft that this this opening on August 29th is a soft mm-hmm. opening. It's a preview. This is not the grand opening. Um, now we have more details on Disneyland's schedule. Looks like theirs will uh, soft open on May 31st and and grand opening on June 23rd. I believe we said. Yeah, well, because the 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 window for those reservations was May 31st through June 23rd. Or June 23rd. So that's what we were thinking it would be like the 24th or something maybe. And yeah, so uh, yeah, somewhere around there. I think in that time, now Disneyland announced that they were going to be doing um, a reservation system for people in order to get to see the park. What the details of that are, we don't know. Um, They made it very clear Walt Disney World will not be doing that. It will not be a reservation system in order to experience Galaxy's Edge. We know there's not going to be Fast Pass Plus. um, Thank goodness. For the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, thank goodness is right because that's at least going to make yeah, an w- already bad situation uh, a little bit better. A little bit better, but we're going to talk about that too because I, I have something's gnawing in my gut, something right that's going on right now. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Rise of the Resistance, what? one of the two attractions that are. That are going to be part of this uh, park or part of this land will not be open on August 29th or on May 31st, for that matter. No word as to when it will be open, but Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run that will be open with the park, with the land. Why well, keep calling it a park? I'm falling into the Harry Potter trap, a theme park within a theme park, um, which was bull. But there is so much we don't. No, that they have left open a speculation. I don't think they know yet. Well, this is what my point is, is that the amount of detail not included right now is telling me this was a last minute decision. Mm -hmm. And my guess is specifically the uh, opening of ours here in Walt Disney World being August 29th. Disney's fiscal year ends September 30th. And I think this is the absolute earliest they could open it and still be in this fiscal year and have some mm-hmm. some impact on their bottom line. We know the summer season is soft as it is. Um, we know people have been holding off making reservations uh, because they wanted to wait and see when Galaxy's Edge opened. Mm-hmm. Um, we know people have talked about the crowds. The anticipated crowds mm-hmm. in this land, um, and we're ex- you know we've that's been the narrative, right? That it's insane. It's totally gonna, it's going to be totally insane. But here is what I think is interesting: the summer, this summer, 
the discounts that are available in hotel rooms are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been, they've been good because they've had, their summer hasn't been good for a couple of years, but this, I'm seeing rates, you know, $98 a night at movies in the middle of summer. It's really good. You don't see that. Seeing $300 a night at beach club. You don't see that. Um, what really surprised me, because where, where I kind of honed in on this, was when this was announced, I wanted to start paying attention to what availability was like at the resorts, figuring everything's going to sell, because what have we been hearing? It's going to be crowds, crowds, yep. crowds. It's going to be crazy. The week that it opens here, discounts are everywhere. Everywhere. As a matter of fact, that week, and that's now that look, that's the last week in August. That is historically a very slow period. So, but you're opening a two billion dollar land in your theme park, mm-hmm. and nothing. I can't. I, I'm trying to think of anything that's had this much hype at Disney since I started doing this 22 years ago, mm, and I can't come up been. with it. Has, doesn't I, exist. I think he even said this is the largest, like <clears throat> the biggest kind of thing they've done in the park's histories all both of them is that this is the biggest like no do you sorry to, do you leading up to when animal kingdom was opening do you think that there was a bigger hype for animal kingdom being its own theme park or star wars which is not its own theme park? no question it's star wars no qu- i mean look wow. there was hype around animal kingdom but it was a different world you're talking 1997 1998 mm. 1998 is when animal kingdom opened um the internet was not what it is now Information didn't. What is that? I don't know. I can hear. Craig's headphones aren't plugged in. They're not plugged in. I can hear you. What? I can hear that. We can hear your headphones I'm through sorry. your microphone. Yeah, we're having audio issues with this, so I'm trying to oh, okay. figure it out. Okay. Um, the uh, so it, it was a different world in 19, 21 years ago. Well, the internet wasn't what it was. That's what I'm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying is that so yeah, there was hype around Animal Kingdom, but it wasn't like mm. this. These are like. Star Wars fans now are coming into it too, don't you think? Right? I think that's part of it. Part I of think it? that's part of it. I think the, the just the way Disney markets and and the echo chamber that is social media when mm-hmm. anything happens uh, certainly amplifies all of that. So, it's a, was, oh sorry, I was going to say it's a generational hype too. Because think about you know Star Wars was a big thing in the seventies and the early eighties. So like when I was exposed to it, it was in the mid nineties with my um, my uncle. Um, showed them to me for the first time when they released those VHSs and the special edition. And then when I was of I was of that age when episode one, two, and three came out, which I followed until you know episode three was which like explains why you're so damaged. I know, yeah. <laughs> so I was like 18 years old by the time the third one came out, and now there's this whole another series where I'm old enough that I took my nephews now, you know, and so my my both my brother and sister have kids, and and I think to myself like so there's my aunt and uncle like my parents generation there's me and there's this other generation now and like yeah there's that disney fandom but this there's not many things that have crossed through three generations at Mm. this point you know exactly so um i was very surprised to see this availability around the opening um it's still there by the way uh the other thing i was surprised by was that the uh the sun and fun discount that's being offered right now is being going through summer and slated to run through September 30th hmm. on August 31st. You can get great deals mm-hmm. on the sun and fun September 1st. They disappear. 
the month of September, plenty of availability. All the hotels have availability. That discount has come. So I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. Are we going to sell out, or are the crowd? Or have has the narrative for so long been that this is busy? This is crazy. This is going to be nuts. I don't want to go anywhere near this. I want to I'm going to wait a year. Has the hype backfired? I think they're going to try to go for a one-two punch. That the first punch is going to be when they when it opens and everybody goes and sees it. And if you're a big Star Wars fan, you're going to want to come back when the second attraction of it opens. So you're going to get people coming twice to see. But don't it. you think you know? It was one of the things we were speculating about on the Disneyland show. Um, don't you think, you know, because like, okay, out in California, vast majority of their audience is locals who it's just a matter of getting in the car and driving over about 20% of their audience there is, is, is tourists. It's just the opposite here. So, um, I think they're going to be more hurt here by a staggered opening because you're going to have people that say, no, I'm waiting until it's done. If I'm going to spend all this money, I got to fly there. I got to pay all this money for tickets. I got to pay all this money for a hotel. You know, it, because we are not going to sustain this. They need the casual Disney World visitor in mass to sustain this. I asked that, on that, my Facebook page if they, you know, who was going to come when it first opened. And I was surprised that there was way more people who said that they would come when it first opened than ones that said that they were go- going to avoid it. And then a lot of them said that they would come back. But again, your Facebook page. Oh, I know. Is, I know. Is in the echo chamber, right? right? Oh, it's, yes. it's us. Yes. It's, it's, it's hardcore Disney fans. And again, like I said, that audience is not going to sustain this. And Disney knows this. The audience that's going to sustain it is, oh, you know, what? Well, let's take the kids to Disney World. Mm-hmm. That group. And, oh, you know, they just opened that Star Wars place. Let's go there. Um <laughs> That's like that chicken. Those are my people. Those are my people. Um, Let's go through this. I I think they are the ones who are going to say, "Yeah, no, yeah, our our folks, us, we'll come two or three times a year, yeah, or at least once a year." I think they're also they're worried about the crowds, and I think that by people or Disney, Disney. I don't think because you know the hype is oh it's going to be crazy. There's going to be all these people. Is Disney sitting there going, okay, we're not going to allow people to camp out ahead of time. We're not going to allow this. But how do we do this? How do we get them to have a – so that you wait three hours or four hours or whatever to get in there, and then you can't move because there's a bazillion people in there. They have to be worried about that, Especially too. because the park they're putting this in is the size of a postage stamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? You know that- what I- Sorry, I I was just you guys are talking about this, and I just started thinking that the I think maybe that's partly why they're released. Maybe so we're talking this is less than six months out from a release date, uh, from a a soft opening date, and I think there was they said late fall, so they Mm -hmm. wanted people to plan for late fall, which could mean we'll even say October at the earliest, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, if it opens a month and a you know a month and a half before the earliest people have planned, if you 
were just on the fence about going, I would be like, come now. Because the more we talk about this, the more I'm like, I don't think it will be crowded for the first month beyond like, yeah, we're diehard Disney fans. Well, I also think, I, I think no matter what, I mean, obviously the opening day, the opening few days oh, is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. I, That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what does this look like in November? What does this mm-hmm. look like in February? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is it standard crowds just concentrated there and the rest of the parks are a little bit less crowded? I'm, I'm all in with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm fine if that's what happens. Yeah. Disney, on the other hand, wants every square inch of their property to look the way Star Wars is going to look mm-hmm. in terms of crowds. I know uh, Michaela, my wife, was, has a couple clients that were a little upset with the way that Disney did this because they aren't big Star Wars people. So they said, oh, perfect. We'll come, you know, August, September if it's going to be late yeah. fall. Um, yeah. well, well, I had several exactly like that. Well, uh, then, okay, but uh, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and then now they're like kind of in panic mode. Like, okay, I guess, you know, now we're just going to have to do this because this is when we already plan our trip. We have vacation time off. We have this, this, this. And, you know. Yeah, and I've been hearing this from other Dreams Unlimited travel agents as well that people are saying, you know, oh, you know, we're expecting, because we, we, we were saying December. We were thinking yeah. December. So they were safe in September. Um, mm-hmm. And. So, but that's my point too. Is that if you're in that camp, um, June, July, and August are loaded with discounts, loaded, mm-hmm. loaded with discounts, and we have two Dreams agents sitting right here. <laughs> Tackles at Dreams Unlimited Travel. <laughs> and Kathy, you're Kathy. Kathy W at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Just email them. That's how they do everything. Um, so, yeah, I'm very curious. To see, I think now that the the cat's out of the bag, um, uh, that we're going to start hearing more and more. I mean, we have the Star Wars convention, whatever. What's it called? Um, Star Wars celebration. Celebration in, going in on April, in Chicago yeah. and uh, in uh, next month. I think something some more is going to come out there. Obviously, we're going to get a preview of what we're going to deal with here when it opens up in California. Um, I think uh, one one speculation is that Rise of the Resistance will open uh, right around uh, D23, mm-hmm. which is in August, toward the end of August. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns with them doing this phase phased opening. So phase one is what we're looking at May 31st in Anaheim, August 29th out here. I'm going to be there those days for both of them. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm it's in. exciting. You know, I think the whole thing is exciting. I love it's, Star Wars. I, yes, it's going to be nuts. The crowds are going to be bad. Uh, I don't. I want to be there. I, I want just, to be a part of it. I want to say something about that rumor about them thinking it's going to open with D23. This all came because I feel like when Fantasmic was redone in 2017, that it, there was that one surprise. If you were in the parks and resorts panel, everybody in there got a fast pass, a lanyard. So if you had admission into the park, you could go and watch this preview. And it was, you know, a, a week early before it was supposed to happen. So I think everybody just assumes that this thing was happening around the same time that they're they're going to be interconnected and. I don't like look at Pixar Pier. That opened in May and the carousel isn't done yet. It's a year later. This is not a carousel. This is going to be a very ambitious, imagineering heavy attraction that I don't think it's just three months behind. I think it could end up being a lot longer. So I don't want people to get their hopes up. This will be all done by the end of the year. Yeah, I think very well that we could see this not open, and they could have a new grand opening of Star Star Wars next year as well. And then, like we talked about, spreading out. Well, there's no question. There's no. uh, Yeah, I think you're right. I think the argument 
there's a, a real argument to be made that they want Rise of the Resistance to open in the next fiscal year. Yeah. Um, and that they're hoping that doing this phased opening in this fiscal year is going to be enough to make the numbers they need to make. Because remember, they got to recoup this money. They have to recoup this it, money. I mean, the whole thing is just so bizarre being that, you know, we're on one hand, we're saying, you know, this is the biggest thing, maybe even bigger since the last theme park release. And on the other side of the coin, we're like, also this all these crazy things are happening. Like it seems like they're not prepared for what is going to be one of the biggest things that happens in Disney park history. It's this weird. Just go with the flow. Skippy. I'm going to pull out my princess Leia buns and enjoy it all. (laughs) Well, when toy story opened, the big thing that everybody did was the VIP tours. So they're doing that. They're, recommending that you sign up for the VIP tour and for Star Wars and they're just taking all the people's things because they don't know yet how they're going to handle it. So well, I'll tell you what, that's the other thing. Um, VIP tours are readily available on both those opening days on both coasts because I booked booked both of them. <laughs> and I just figured I was too late. And then Steve's wife was a dreams agent. I was with her on Sunday, and I'm like, oh, just see. And texted me yesterday. goes, done. Got them both. And I'm so like, when people wow. start hearing And here's about the that. other thing. Here's the other thing. Oh, I, they, they, don't, they didn't quote a price. We made the reservation out in California. They haven't quoted a price yet. Really? Out here, the price is... It's like the value season. It's like the value season price, because they, you know, they range between $4.50 an hour and $6.50 an hour, depending... Um, it was like four fifty an hour. But are, did they? Did you ask specifically? Will this include being able to go to the Star Wars land? Uh, we had talked to someone. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. I was just curious that, uh, because there was a rumor going around that the VIP tours would not access yeah. the attractions. That is not accurate. Over the phone, because uh, Michaela had them on speakerphone, and over the phone, it is a little bit. The, what they're telling you on the phone is a little bit more broad than what we've heard. Um, because over the phone, they're like, you know, we don't know exactly what this is going to entail, and we'll give you more details. Um, they don't want to commit. Well, no, I mean, what I, what we were told yeah. by a guide uh, was that they're absolutely going to be going into the land. They just don't know how they're going to like how they're going to handle the like the the backdooring into the attractions. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's done through a fast pass line. There, no, there's no fast pass line for this. Um, so that's what they're not sure of that. And technically speaking, they tell you with the VIP tours, if there is no fast pass line, we can't just stormtrooper your way in. (laughs) So, uh, you know, that's, that's the $64,000 question. But this guide also said, if they don't give us access to that, then it's just going to kill us because yeah, because you don't want to wait and pay six hundred dollars to wait an hour and a half in line. Uh, that if, I'm gonna wait, line. if I'm going to wait, if I'm going to wait the if I'm going to wait the same amount of time, yeah, you're right. There's no point yeah. in me paying that money. Mm-hmm. So um, that's have a record amount of cancellations for VIP. But here's but here's it. the thing though. Here's the thing though. You don't you can cancel up to forty eight hours before mm-hmm. you take that tour. So by, by, by forty eight hours before, we're going to know. Yeah. So might as well get your reservation in now. Yeah. Yeah. And then if anything changes or they announce something that you don't like and you don't think is worth it, you can just cancel it and there's no penalty. But if you're inclined and you can do up to 10 people on this mm-hmm. tour and you can divide that price among 10 people. So you get a, it, then it's not as crazy. It's not as crazy. So but that is an option. The VIP tour. Do we know what the number is for the VIP tours? Skim a plug. 
Steve's going to look that up. We'll give it to you in a second. But, all right. That's where we are with, as, oh boy, those thumbs are fast. <laughs> Me, I'm like. Um, okay, why is that coming up? Um, did you find it? It's loading. Speed uh, yes, it's um, 407-560-4033. And when you call that number, I want you to just go, Star Wars! <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all you say. Star Wars! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do not crank call VIP choice. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move on and let's talk about flower and, flower and garden, or as I like to call it, flower and wine, um, because that's what it is now. Really, it is the, it is the hybrid child of... Uh, Flower and Garden and Food and Wine, um, which I thought was a great change to it a few years back when they started doing this. Um, we all went around. The whole team went around. And is he on the floor? Yeah, he's, uh, he's on the floor. Okay. <laughs> that was a weird look. <laughs> Over he there, though. The Craig, am I doing a show for no purpose because nobody can hear me? <laughs> They'll hear you later. He'll hear me. Well, he, he's hearing you three minutes ago, so he'll hear you he'll in a minute. It's just warbly. We're fixing it. Oh, it's my, it's my auto-tune, because <laughs> I was doing warbly. my Britney Spears earlier. <laughs> he was doing uh, Emma uh, Watson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we all went around. We actually kind of broke up into groups. I mean, Rhino and Craig were off doing their thing. Uh, Fiasco, uh, um, Steve, and Charles. We're eating went and did their thing. Eric and myself, along with my friend Gabby from Germany. Hi, Gabby. And uh, one of our uh, Discord moderators, Omam, um, went around and they were doing kind of healthy options around the park, which that'll be coming out, that'll be coming out later this week. Um, so let me talk to you two. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the standouts for you? Well, first of all, that orange bird line was absolutely nuts. That line was like an hour to wait in to get your orange bird slushy. I didn't actually get the slushy, but we did get the cups. But uh, those cups are so cute. cute. Oh my god! I, yeah. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to wait in the line that day, so I, I didn't. Didn't get one, but I've got to get back to well, that. Well, they're not and limiting people either. They're, they are now. Okay. So, yeah, there was a weird thing. It was like you could get 10 at a time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it was obnoxious. And then you could get, like, less. And now it's down to one per guest. Like That's They, they kind of scaled it down. But, yeah, when it was 10 per person, I was just a little obnoxious. If you went on eBay at 11... Opening day, at 11 a.m. opening day, the Orange Bird slushy cups were already up for like 50 bucks. Wow, that's so messed up! Isn't that ridiculous? Did you get one? Oh, I, my friend was waiting in line while we were going around the showcase. She picked me and Steve up one. So you're gonna give it to your favorite boss? They, they're still available. <laughs> Is there? Well, next time you go get me one. All right. Well, I'll, I'll get line. you one, baby. Get me one. I love Orange Bird. Well, it's one per person, so I'll get you one. Well, I'm only one person. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the yeah. fry green tomatoes, there's two of them. Both are really good and both fit, I think, different tastes, but we really like the ones in Italy. Oh, mm-hmm. I need more details. So yeah. the one there's, yeah, there's two. One is like fried in like a cornmeal and that was like, more everyone loved that. That was really good. But was it we, more southern? Okay. we didn't like that one as much. Right. It was good. What was the other one? The like other a tempura was, or something? The other one was in Italy and it was much juicier. It was almost like a battered fry mm. and oh so much better 
No, the southern one. I'm yeah, going to try these out. I yeah. didn't try the other one. I didn't try the one they did. I tried the... How thick were they? That's always... They the were, Italy one was thick. It was seven, pretty thick, like yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, a Come big mac. Come to my house and you'll have a good fried game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, the other winner for me, because uh, we we did, you know, you have to watch the video. It was a really brilliant idea by Charles. We picked food for each other, uh, and oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was fun. And so we tried things that we wouldn't have purchased for ourselves. So he right. got me uh, these wontons from the Lotus House uh, in the China Pavilion. I would have never picked it. it as my favorite thing I've ever had. Are they like at, crab wontons? What do you mean, like yeah. crab rangoons? Oh, crab rangoons. Yeah, yeah. that's what they. That's like crab rangoons. Yeah, I never had it. No. What? Yeah, what? never had that before in my They're life. Like the best thing I've ever from Chinese that food. Well, like. that's Ooh, why this that idea was so smart by Charles because I would I never had. Did they them have before. a sweet and sour dipping sauce to go with it? I think they did. I didn't have. I just ate them. They're, They're so good. good. Huh? Oh my gosh, they're delicious. You can't go wrong. Cream cheese. Yeah. You got You know what will get you in a dangerous situation? A buffet that has them there, and you're like, I feel the heart beating. Slower and slower. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So check so out the video. So what did you pick for him? Oh, I picked out. Oh, you picked out stuff for Charles, right? Yeah, I picked out stuff for Charles. We each we each got like four different things. Okay. I made I made him eat the uh, the donut there at Test Track. The uh, the purple donut. He said tastes like purple. I didn't know what purple tastes like, but apparently a I really like donut. <laughs> you know, I'm just realizing. I'm sorry. I just realized we didn't do rapid fire. We'll do it after this. I, again. <laughs> <laughs> again. I don't know. Like I like I just I started you just doing. I wanted the... to go over. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, yeah, he was he was telling me what the taste of purple tasted like, and apparently, I really like the taste of purple because that donut was good. Was it? Oh yeah, it was a croissant donut. So it was like a cinnamon croissant mm-hmm. with purple on it. So it was yeah, raised, not cake donut then. Okay. Right. Yep. Cool. You're quite the kind well, of sword. Well, right. 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 I know my food. <laughs> what did I get for you that you liked? I don't remember. Let's see. You well, you. Got I had me, some um, bad picks. Like the, the in Japan, <laughs> do not get the fried chicken there. It's, it's very dry. Very dry. But you got me that uh, the pork slider. That was really good. All right, all right. That was really had good. some winners in Japan. No, no, that was in America. That was oh, in America. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the pork sliders in America. You know what's really sad? What I had some really good stuff. Uh, I tried some really good stuff at, at Flower and Garden. I can't remember. You what can't I had. remember. <laughs> Wow. You like was this the, like you said several you liked days ago? In France, you said you liked the, the duck. The duck was, yeah, the duck was very good, yeah. The duck and the duck was like in a um uh it was almost like in a um not a consomme. Um what did I say it was? Uh like a like a like a wine sauce. It was like Ooh. It was, oh my god. It, not it a duck tasted person. like it tasted like Coco Vin. Ooh, yeah. okay. Um yeah, France, everything we had in France was really good. Was really, really good. They've really upped their game. Mm-hmm. They've really, really upped their game. So I have a question. I don't know if it applies or anything. So this is flower and garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did they incorporate any type of edible flowers in any of the food? Yes, they did. If you guys didn't have some, I know that for a fact. I though. didn't have any, but you... You'd think they would. But, yeah, you know. they did. Um, there's a, There were some desserts that had it on it. So I went to the preview. That's when I tried the food because I was on the, uh, the garden part of the flower okay. and garden. Um, but the... Uh, there was like this dessert that I do not recommend, but um, <laughs> was it, it pretty? <laughs> it looked like a garden. It was essentially this like uh, like one of those type of uh, glass. It wasn't glass, but it was plastic. You know those jars that are about this tall, about an inch tall, and then it was uh, like chocolate pudding, but it had like um, like a dirt I, cup kind of no, a thing. Um, yeah, sort of like that idea, but then it had this um, not not. Um, 
not sunflower seeds, I forget, the chia seeds were inside of it. And then um, it had this green, I don't know what it was on top, but then there was like flowers in that that you could eat. But you take it and it was like, and you like cough and all this green (laughs) stuff would come out of your mouth and you're like, chia pet. It would make it feel, it felt like I was eating gravel, but it didn't taste Mm. like gravel. It tastes, you know, it had that hint of chocolate, but it was the thing I had at the preview where I was like, "Mm, I don't care for this. But then there was also a couple of drinks that had flowers as garnishes that you're supposed to be able to eat as well. Um, There was the violet drink that was really popular last year, was back this year, and that had a flower in it. I think edible flowers would be... Should be kind of a theme if it's flower and garden. It, it should have something on some dishes. Yeah. Hmm? Did you did you hit flower and wine? I just met it in um, Future World, but my comment would be: there's not enough flowers. It go. has absolutely changed. Mm-hmm. And as you know, we uh, we were there opening day, which was last Wednesday. And I'm going to tell you something. In all my years of being here and going to the parks, I have never seen a crowd like that going into Epcot. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. First of all, the toll plaza where you play pay to park was backed up back you to Epcot Center Drive. You put a picture up somewhere of that. Yeah, and I was, I was close to the front. There was wow. a huge line of cars behind me on that picture. Then I counted six security areas. Open, checking bags, putting people through metal detectors, and they were all Six. packed too. And mm-hmm. every one of them had at least wow. a line of fifty people, multiple lines of like fifty, hundred people. Oh my! And then, and you had to get in the park. I had an issue with one of my passes, and I had to go do drama with guest services, and I was crazy. So it was just getting in was. A nightmare. Then once you got back there, oh, chaos! It was there was a lot of people. Corey waited probably <laughs> twenty. So the fried green tomato in Italy that we love so much, he probably waited about twenty to thirty minutes in that line. At one yeah. point, yeah. at one point, the oh. kiosk in Italy, the line it was uh, into America. I saw was, when I walked. Yeah, away. no, oh. it was it was oh down to the gosh. American pavilion. That's how long wow. it was. Price is um, comparable to food yeah, and wine. Yeah, normal stuff. I mean, it's. I think the focus now, I think, like I said, I like that they, that they added this, but I think what's happened now is the focus has become the food. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's a financial gain for them, sure. right? Where the flowers, unless you're selling, you know, topiaries and seeds, so in well, the video, chia pets, what are you going to do? In the video that we did, uh, that just got posted up just this last weekend, um, we had a $25 budget each, and that got us 12 dishes. So 25, 25, 25, four dishes apiece. Yeah. That's what, yeah. it, what it got paid out. Okay. And but they put themselves on a budget. I didn't tell them you were. Well, I was going to say, no, wow. we did this. No, we did this on purpose just so that you could see, as the viewer, you could kind of see how much you, if I had, you know, 25 bucks, I can spend as much as Steve spent. If I have 50 bucks, I can combine two of the guys. And if I have 75, have I can combine all three. like they always have in the past? At $25, were you full? Yes. Yes. You were. I think if you are picking the right things, and that's why we wanted to do it this way, is to show, you know, if you're smart with your selections, you know, you can, 25 bucks can go, go a long but way. How long did it take you to, to, I mean, was it like eight hours later I got, I was full because I ate all these little things, or was it a quick, I mean, you said you had to wait in line. I'd say, well, we were stopping a lot to film and stuff, but if like you were going around not filming, 
it would probably be about two hours or three hours. It took us more like five or six. Well, yeah. and it also but. depends on the crowds. Like if you went on the day that we went, you know, that half hour line in Italy was a half hour of our time where, you know, that easily can be, I've been to that pavilion before for other festivals where I've literally walked right up to the register. So, And just because, just because I'm diabolical, uh, I made them do a review of Marrakesh. Yep. A dining review of Marrakesh oh, yes. afterwards. Oh, I love Marrakesh. After we finished our last dish, we rushed over there. You don't like Marrakesh? We ate there one yes, time. Yes, I loved it. I love mm. Marrakesh. Well, you have to wait for the review to see what I thought. Because I haven't been there in a long time. But overall, <laughs> overall, the crowd, though, although it was heavy, it reminded me a lot of New Year's Eve. And it was something I always love about Epcot New Year's Eve. There's a lot of people, but everybody's having a good time. You don't have a lot of, it wasn't a lot of attitude. There wasn't a lot of pushing and shoving and everybody was having a good time. Everybody was smiling. That makes a difference. Oh, that makes a oh, huge yeah. difference. That I makes went a difference. Thursday afternoon because I did my meet and greet with the person who won Figment. And there was a long line for Figment when we first got there. But everybody's like, oh, look, there's a line. But everybody was in a good mood. It was crowded. Everybody was having a good time. Yeah. And that, that, at least mitigates, mm-hmm. for me, mitigates the crowds. All right. So, yeah, Flower and Garden, I think, is, you know, it's Flower and Garden. Um, and it's good, crowded, but it's always a lot of fun. And I think as the season goes on, it gets a little bit, it gets a little better. I think opening day of these festivals and parties weekends, and stuff. I would say weekends, just be aware it's going to be super crowded. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, uh, let's go and do rapid fire. We'll start with okay. you, Steve. I'm actually ready because I'm never ready when I'm in this seat and I'm doing rapid fire, but I have it. Uh, for St. Patrick's Day, uh, Raglan Road's going to bring back its festival that they do every year from March 15th to the 17th. Um, and there's going to be dancers and live music and uh, specialty foods. Um, it does have a cover charge of $10, um, and its seating comes at first come, first serve. Um, but yeah, this is really popular, um, and kind of one of the, you know, if you're in Orlando and you're here on a Disney vacation and you love to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, it's like the go-to spot for a lot of people. So it's back. All right. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Fiasco. So the Disney Cruise Line is adding a signature Rapunzel makeover to the Bibbidi Boppity Boutiques. I'm sending you to get that done. Favorite princess, favorite newer Disney movie. So I'll go. (coughs) You're on freelance, so. I'm happy to go get it done. Look all pretty. Be prepared. But uh, glitter. If you want to get paid, you got to go do stuff like that. Sounds good. (laughs) But this brand new signature Rapunzel makeover is now being offered on board all Disney Cruise Line ships at their brand new Bibbidi Boppity Boutiques. We don't have the prices just yet. That's going to be added as we get them. But this experience is described as being fit for royalty includes a heirloom quality gown that features latest bodice. Bodice. Uh, oh, uh, is uh, that uh, sweet? A lattice, a lattice bodice. Oh, okay. love, trying to listen to Strike Guys. Yeah, stuff like that. It's so cute. Yeah. That was so sweet. Um, as part of this experience, the fairy godmothers in training, well, Rapunzel didn't have fairy godmothers, but that's fine. It's not the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, so. Suspend disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they'll present the young ladies with a crystal tiara, a gold-plated sun pendant necklace, and a gold-plated and ster- sterling silver bracelet with pink, purple, and white. I should be able to know how to say this because it's a big brand, but Sorvosky stones. 
Swarovski. Yeah. Okay, Swarovski. Okay. Very good. I want to uh, go. Pretty good there. <laughs> Rhino wants to go. <laughs> you also get princess shoes, a sash, imperial ha- imperial hairstyling, uh, a nail polish job, shimmery makeup. And nail polish job. I can't. I can't. You can't throw that out. I have, I've, I've had four hours of sleep. I feel like the throw Craig, that out. Picking the, Craig picking this rabbit fire for you is like almost hazing. I've, yeah. Uh, this You're being hazed. You're does being it say hazed. Nail, polish, nail polish job? No, it doesn't. He just threw the job at me. <laughs> it just says nail polish. Job. I wanted to say, yeah. Anyways. Uh, you also get a luxurious white robe with lavender trim and crown embroideries. Oh. Plus in... Rhino is back there touching oh. himself. Organzia garment bag and satin hanger. Oh, satin hanger. You can uh, book at Bibbidi Boppity Boutique online at DisneyCruise.com in advance of your departure, or you can even do a walk-in once you're on board the ship. Fun fact, Rhino likes getting spanked with satin, uh, satin hangers. Satin hangers. <laughs> no wire hangers. That's for sure. I like how he didn't deny that either. No. <laughs> like, you no. know, this is... Uh, did, what was the pricing on this? We don't have no, prices yet. Okay. It's going to be a lot. Was it t- 10 years ago Stella did this? Mm-hmm. And we... She still talks about the pain of the hairstyle and the oh. the way it stayed forever and the glitter and the, and I'm sure the pricing has gone up immensely, but I think it's well worth oh, it. Yeah. Well, they they use about a, a hole in the ozone layer amount of spray. Yeah. Uh, on oh the yeah. Kids hair. yeah. Yeah. You know oh, when they give yeah. you the plastic thing to cover your face to protect you, spraying you. But the whole the whole treatment is amazing. So yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Kathy. Okay. Uh, Disney is now has new bus routes for the water parks. Starting on March 17th, you don't have to take this bus to get to there to go to there. To, now they've um, they're going to pick you up at your resort and take you directly to the, the water park that you're wanting. So some of the resort buses are going to be grouped together. So you have the Contemporary, the Poly, and the Grand Floridian will be on one bus. The Swan and Dolphin, the Yacht Club, the Beach Club, and the Boardwalk will be one bus. Animal Kingdom, um, they're going to have their own bus. All-Star Sports, All-Star Music and Movies, they're going to be combined on a bus. Pop Century and Art of Animation will share a bus. And Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Law share a bus. And then finally, then they get down to, they had, had to make it a little complicated. Certain resorts will have specific bus stops where you have to pick up the bus. Oh, Lord. At Caribbean Beach, it's at Old Port Royal. Coronado Springs. It's at El Centro. Stop and this is to go one. to the. Are they trying to discourage people? From no, this is better. So this is better. it's better than what it was. Old Key West. You have to go to the Hospitality House. Port Orleans Resort. You go to the South Bus Depot. And Saratoga Springs, including Treehouse Villas, is the Springs bus stop. So it used to be like you had to go to Disney Springs and then pick up a bus there and takes you there and then you had to like walk across the street so they've made it easier but it's just a minivan yeah (laughs) just do a minivan yeah so that's mine that's crazy all right thank you kathy you're welcome today all right i have two little short ones the things coming up in special events um mermaid school guests can become part of ariel's world at the mermaid school at select disney resorts Ages four and up, hour-long class. You'll be fitted with a swimmable tail and led through activities teaching you how to swim in a pool like a mermaid. I'm listening. Um, I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, Yacht Club, and Beach Club are the four that I'm looking at here. Um, 
bookings opening mid-March through 407 WDW Play. Hold up. Is this actually, is there an age limit? Because this would be hilarious. If well, I was thinking Finley, but if... Uh, four and up, I am It up. does say four and up. <laughs> <laughs> Will they give you a mermaid top, too, or shells? Anyway, whatever, mermaid tail. I've seen dream. videos of people doing this, and it's very... It, I wouldn't cute. do it yeah. personally. You know that I'm not. Hey kids, you know it'll be fun. We're gonna rope your legs together and throw you in the pool. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and whoever yeah. survives wins. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. And the second part of mine it was actually more interesting to me. All new master classes led by professional artists at Select Walt Disney World Resort hotels have guests creating their own masterpieces. Classes range from thirty-five to fifty dollars per person offered to ages 12 and older for most experiences. And I called on this one, and I got a lot of confusion when I called WW Play. Um, where's the information? Did I throw it away that she gave me? Oh, I did. Um, so some of the classes, um, painting by the lagoon at French Quarter, um, painting in the vineyard at the Yacht and Beach Club. I think that one comes with wine. Um, I'm listening. Paint, win, and show. Get that at Saratoga, right? And all about painting at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So um, I talked to several people. Oh, I love it. I talked to several people, and there was a little confusion as to um, if it was for kids or not. There was one that was specifically for kids, ages six and old. We go down to age six. And that's painting on the bayou, and that's the French Quarter one. I've seen some of the the paintings that people have done, and it's coming out like I'm like, oh, I kind of wanted to go do this. Yeah, I was talking to Stella about it because I kind of wanted her to go do this because she's my little artist. She's so talented my too, teenage artist, and she was going to look it over. I don't know which one she would pick. We'd probably go with the the wine glass one and let Mama drink the wine while she paints. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I we did. Anyway. We did a little art project in Barcelona. Oh, it was so. I still have my little so dish. Do I. Yeah, so, uh, that was so much fun. Little stained glass. But that felt more like rehab. It did. <laughs> <laughs> like you were being given something to do in the in the day room to keep you from like climbing the walls. Yeah. Well, so. it's, I did. Cause I think because I was sitting next to you and we're sitting there laughing through it. Because I just kept saying, "This is like rehab." Then again, I just been in one. So right, <laughs> right after that, it was still right fun though. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. All right, thank you, Teresa. Rhino. <laughs> Um, mine is that the uh, new Aladdin uh, trailer has come out, the full trailer, which does uh, give us the look of Will Smith's genie, not just blue, but in his human form as well. And uh, it also has the cast singing uh, several of the songs. A Whole New World is previewed in it, as well as A Friend Like Me. Um, and you get to see a lot more of the characters. And uh, I, for one, watched it, and I am this kind of turned it around a little bit for me. I am I feel a little weird about the color palette chosen for the movie, but that's just a personal preference, but I look forward to the movie. I think uh, Naomi Scott who plays Jasmine is someone I'm really looking forward to. Oh, he's back from the basement, but um, I am a little concerned cuz the friend like me Will Smith part of it is like Will Smith in the 90s, like Big Willie style doing a friend oh, like me it? so it's it's gonna you be you need to pretend like you're coming up steps <laughs> come up yeah. from the basement okay. or like yeah. the elevator um, but anyway check it out check it out check it out let me know check what you think alright thank you Rido Gregory yeah. welcome back hi thanks uh, no rapid fire for me my rapid fire is only uh, only important for those of you who are watching this live and that is I, at first, I was saying that the candles, you would comment as soon as the live video ended in the comments below. 
This video is going to be made private, this one that you are currently watching, and then a new clean version is going to be uploaded. So you're going to comment on that one. Again, only for people watching this live. Craig, why did you break my show? I didn't. I'm having a day. You said you broke my show. <laughs> I'm having a day. So, uh, yeah, that's, again, only for the people watching live. If you're watching this at 8 o'clock on Tuesday night, East Coast time, none of this will matter anymore. It's all it's, it's all been fixed. It's all good. Make those comments below about which candle you want, and maybe you'll win it. It was the candle comment. And, yeah, it just he broke has, it. He has it had a rough, uh, a rough day. He, uh, you know, 8.30 this morning, driving over here, story breaks for Universal, he pulls off to the side of the road so he get it written up. That was how his day started. Wow. So. Aren't you committed? He's the hardest working man Thank in show you. business. Him and James Brown. But now James Brown's dead, so it's you. <laughs> All right. That, ladies and gentlemen, is going to do it for our show. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you again next week with another episode of The Diz Unplugged. Have a great week, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Damn lakes.